Since 1911, the 8th of March, International Women's Day, has celebrated the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. The day also marks a call to action to accelerate women's equality. At the University of Edinburgh, women contribute to a vibrant research culture across a range of different disciplines. In this series, we hear about the work of five such women. Hello, my name is Catherine Ward-Thompson. I'm a professor of landscape architecture in the Edinburgh School of Architecture and Landscape Architecture based in Edinburgh College of Art, and I'm a director of Open Space Research Centre. What is your area of research? I focus in my research um, through Open Space on inclusive access outdoors. So I'm interested in links between people getting outdoors, into the landscape, anything open to the sky. I've always been interested in these. And then, of course, recently, COVID has just underlined the importance of getting outdoors, being able to engage with nature and how that can help us manage the stresses in our lives, help us with our mental well-being, many ways in which um, we can be so grateful um, to access good quality natural environments, green spaces, and to really concern ourselves with those people who, for whatever reason, don't have access to these places and think about what we can do to, to change that, to produce more what I would call environmental justice. It's an element of environmental justice that everyone has uh, access to good quality health supporting environments. What makes you particularly interested in this area of research? There's a whole range of different benefits we get from engaging with the landscape. We can get mental health benefits, psychological benefits, physical benefits, and different landscapes will offer us different opportunities for that. But I'm particularly interested in people who don't have easy access to good quality landscapes um, and how they can still benefit through access to public spaces, natural environments, opportunities to grow things, perhaps in allotments, different ways that they can engage with the landscape to support their health, to do the activities they want to do, which is also good for their health, um, and how everyone can have that opportunity, rich or poor, regardless of where they live. What are you currently working on? I'm working on a range of interesting projects. We're working with the City of Edinburgh Council on a project that looks at planning for the next 30 years a vision for Edinburgh's green spaces, particularly their public spaces. It's called Thriving Green Spaces. I'm also working with uh, Scottish Forestry, looking at the benefit of access to woods and forests in particular on people's well-being. I'm working on a project that's just starting up called Groundswell, with other colleagues around the UK looking at how urban green and blue space can support people's well-being and actually prevent disease, particularly non-communicable disease, the things like um, type 2 diabetes, um, cardiovascular disease. Uh, there's evidence that um, the benefits of urban green and blue space can help um, cardiovascular health, both in terms of physical activity, but also psychological uh, well-being. And the University of Edinburgh has got uh, a research centre, the Advanced Care Research Centre, which focuses on the end of life and very old people. And I'm working with that project to look at how to support people, enabling them to have a good quality of life, to thrive into very old age. And I'm particularly interested in the part of that 
quality of life that is about getting outdoors even as we get very old uh, and being able to do the things we want to do and benefit from engaging outdoors into very old age. And finally, a, a, an interesting project that I'm engaged with uh, working with colleagues in health geography is looking at the influence of the landscape over our life course. And very interesting early results suggest that um, our brain health and our cognitive abilities in old age as we get to 70, 80, um, can be influenced by environments that we're exposed to throughout our life course, including when we're children. We can pick up signals, uh, significant uh, effects associated with, for example, engaging with green space in childhood, relating to cognitive decline in older age. So there is a very interesting life course of place um, effect that I'm also involved in. Why is International Women's Day important to you? Like many women in uh, careers, um, I've experienced stages of my career where I was the only woman in a room full of men. I understand many of the challenges that women even today go through in developing careers. Um, uh, in my case, I, I have a family with three children that I brought up while trying to progress my career. I was the first female head of school, so I spent a lot of time in senior level meetings where I was the only woman in the room. Um, and understanding the challenges that are posed by that, um, I feel is important. And I'm very keen to see all of the talents and opportunities that are uh, potentially available to women today developing their academic career are supported um, and enhanced. So International Women's Day is about women world over and many women suffer many, many challenges, um, far more extreme than anything I've ever faced. But I'm very keen to do what I can to support the women in the environment that I work in and women that I come across to um, really maximise their potential and feel well supported in developing their careers. What do you hope to achieve with your work? I would like to feel that I've contributed to a world where everyone can freely access life-enhancing landscapes, landscapes that support their health, their quality of life throughout their lives, from childhood to old age. And therefore, this evidence also supports um, public authorities and governments to see that these landscapes are properly maintained and resourced so that they can serve the well-being of us all.